podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker to COVID patient in May 2020 and subsequently I'm now living with long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, this podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical or professional advice. Please seek any medical support you need from your medical professional. I intend to use this platform to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID. I hope you can join me. So this um, episode is going to be on combating constipation. Okay, but actually, before I start today's podcast and get into it, um, I would like to reach out to anyone um, with long COVID and ask for some help. Really, I'm hoping that I could speak to around five people who have long COVID, and I wanted to talk to them about their experience. So this this would be privately. I don't mean on the podcast, um, a phone call or a Zoom meeting just for around 15 minutes um what i'm looking to do really is explore what else i might be able to do to support the long covid community um so i would really appreciate your time if anybody feels that they can um just have a conversation with me that would be really helpful so if you're willing to do that if you don't mind dming me at julie taylor 9545 on instagram um, that would be brilliant and I thank you in advance. Okay, great. So today's podcast, as I said, it's around constipation. Um, I've read some reports that state constipation is not a symptom or a side effect of long COVID. Um, however, I've noted lots of people with long COVID stating that they are experiencing constipation since they contracted COVID and subsequently having long COVID. And this makes absolute perfect sense to me as a, an ex-bladder and bowel nurse practitioner. And I'll explain why um, as we go along. But just to give a little bit of an idea, constipation um, on the NHS is defined as emptying the bowels less than three times per week, having to strain or feeling pain when passing stool, uh, which is often dry, hard and or lumpy. Okay, so people will often feel bloated, have some stomach pain and nausea. So I just wanted to state first and foremost that um, bowel habits are really unique to individuals and what is normal for one person is not normal for the other. So I've met with plenty of people in the past that said, you know, um, but I should be going to the toilet and opening my bowels every day. Um, but that's not that's not so for everybody. Um, some people might go twice, three times a week. Um, and other people do go um, on the clock twice a day, every day. Some people go twice a day, every day. You know, it, it's, it's just unique to the individual, as I said. So you know your own normal bowel habits and if these have changed. So you should always contact your doctor if you do have a bowel habit change. It's really important. If you was to notice any blood in your stool or when you're wiping any mucus or blood on the tissue, 
and that would be a real real need to contact your doctor as I said this that we're talking about today is um, lifestyle adaptations for anybody feeling constipation that I may be able to just offer a little bit of um, you know help with but as I said I'm not diagnosing anybody I can't see you guys I can't look at your history so it's just some general um, information that can can be really really helpful to be fair okay so um, people can have constipation for lots of reasons now for me I'm not as physically active as I was due to long COVID and that does slow my gut motility down. Um, I also have a smaller appetite these days and um, so I don't always eat a diet that's rich enough in fibre and that is due to my low appetite and I do try and be um, quite mindful of this but I'm not going to lie, it can be difficult to, to maintain at times. So, lots of reasons for constipation and, you know, they can be, as I said, that inactivity that we're experiencing uh, due to the, to the long COVID, the fatigue, the inability to be as active as we previously were. My lifestyle tips um, are as follows, okay, so the bowel needs fluid. A lot of people don't realise this, they just think that fluid is for the bladder for obvious reasons, um, but we do need fluid for the bowel because that helps with something called peristalsis. So anybody that doesn't know what peristalsis is, it's just a fancy word basically for the bowel being able to move the stool around the colon for us to be able to then empty our bowel. So we need to drink around 1.5 to 2 litres of fluid per day. Um, I always state preferably, you know, water because it is the best thing. But I understand a lot of people don't like water, it's flavourless, etc. So I would just, you know, encourage people to drink what fluids um, you like that are appropriate for you. And we do need more uh, than 1.5 to 2 litres if we are able to exercise or we are sweating for another reason, such as uh, really warm weather um, or a temperature uh, and what have you as well, because we will perspire some of that fluid out and we need to replace it um, with more fluid, obviously. So again, the bowel needs fibre. Um, and it's found in a lot of food, so, you know, you guys may get enough fibre in your diet, you may not, um, uh, but the, the fibre is needed to soften the stool and prevent that constipation. What I tend to use is something called milled flaxseed. Now, the flaxseed, or it can be called linseed, must be milled. If it's not milled and it's just in a seed form, it'll just pass through you and it doesn't really do as what we want it to do. Um, milled flaxseed or linseed can be found in most supermarkets, generally in the cereal aisle. Um, but you can get them from health shops as well. Um, and again, as I always say, I'm not affiliated with anybody or anything. So, you know, um, have a look around at your local supermarkets. Um, and, and you will find that, like I said. So I use around a teaspoon a day. 
and I do this either in my porridge or yogurt and that's because it needs a moist environment to give the best benefit. Now I only use a teaspoon because I do this daily and have, and have done for some time. Some people may find they need more than that to start off with, maybe a tablespoon, maybe a little bit more. It's a little bit of an experiment with yourself and seeing what does actually help you. So as I say, you can add more or less depending on your on how constipated you are, um, how balanced your diet is with fibre, um, and what works better for you. Okay, so that's what something that you can work out as you try it, basically. I also practice bowel massage and I used to teach people to do bowel massage. It's quite nice really, um, and is a really good benefit um, because it helps the the bowel um the stool move around the bowel ready for emptying when it's a little bit stuck and it's also quite therapeutic really so the process of massaging starts in on your right side um more or less near your hip bone and you do a circular style massage up up the, the right hand side of your abdomen and then across the top of your tummy button and then back down again on the left side. And um, we repeat this several times. And you can use a nice massage oil, something relaxing, some lavender or something like that if you want to. But you don't have to do that. Um, some people will do this lying on the bed. Other people prefer to do it in the bath, uh, which is quite nice as well because you've got the warm water. And, you know, it is really, like I said, soothing and, you know, you're not, you know, going to cause yourself any damage because it's just a nice massage on the top of, of, of the abdominal area. The reason we go right to left is because your um, small intestine comes in on that right hand side into the large bowel. Um, and then basically it goes up the right side across the stomach button like I said, that transverse colon, and then down the left-hand side, um, which is that that's the side that the bowel comes down for evacuation. So that's the reason we do it in that kind of right-to-left um, motion. So it's quite difficult to explain this um, or, or just in words when you can't see me so what I'm going to do is I'll put a link to a video clip in the show notes but again I'm ju I just will state that there's no affiliation for me this is just literally to try and help you guys so I will put a link um, in the show notes so the other thing is you may also be interested to know that adult humans do not sit on the toilet correctly okay um, we do not sit properly to be able to evacuate our bowels effectively. So what this means is the way we sit down, our, our colon is actually bent. It's not straight. So the stool has to work much harder to be able to, to come out, really. Um, and that leads to people straining and pushing which um, is really bad for us, um, doesn't always work and can, you know, really, really cause some issues there. So the correct seating position um, is actually when you have your feet placed on a small stool in front of you when you sat on the toilet. 
and your knees then become slightly above the waistline. And if you think about the position a child sits on their potty, that is actually the correct position. So what we should do is then lean forward with the elbows on the knees um, and that literally straightens the colon and, uh, and allows evacuation to be much easier without straining. Now, sometimes people still can't get going with their bowel movement. So instead of the straining, what is recommended is that you do a slight gentle rock forwards and backwards, forwards and backwards, um, and then obviously place you, your elbows back on your knees when you're ready to use the toilet. I will also put um, the correct seating position for the toilet um, in a poster image in the show notes as well so that you can have a look at that um, and, and get a little bit, a bit more of an idea than me just talking about it. So um, hopefully that will be helpful. The other thing to advise everybody is you should never ignore the edge to go for a poo, okay? And because this does lead to constipation, the way I've always explained this might sound a little bit strange, but it's like the dog and the cat. So a dog is like the bladder because it's quite fussy and excited with itself. And the bowel is like a cat because it's a little bit like, well, you know, if you're going to do it, then you are. If you're not, then I'm not, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go away. I'm not bothered if you don't fuss me. Okay, so... It's basically, um, we get the edge to empty our bladder quite frequently. You'll notice this yourself. As your bladder fills, you feel the edge to go to the toilet. Um, and if you don't go, eventually you will wet yourself. Whereas with the bowel, it lets you know that you need to go to the toilet. But if you don't go, that edge will disappear. Now, it does sometimes come back again, and obviously in episodes of, you know, diarrhea or feeling unwell, you don't have a choice, that's a different matter. But for a normal bowel habit, that urge to void the bowel will just go away, and it eventually turns into constipation because you haven't emptied it and the stool hardens. Okay, so we must never ignore the urge to go to the toilet. Um... The other thing to to add as well is something that does get our bowels going is movement. And again, I know this is very difficult for many of us with long COVID, um, especially we have, we're having a day where we're exceptionally fatigued and moving slightly even hurts or however it might be that day. Um, however, exercise is really important for keeping the bowel active and moving and that peristalsis bowel motions I spoke about earlier reacts to that you know to that movement in the body um so we it's really important that we try and do that now I'm not suggesting anybody needs to run a marathon that would be ridiculous um but it does mean trying to move your body even if it's just a little bit so it might be a gentle walk just for a few minutes. I have seen that some people even just sort of try and stand up and, and do a little bit of a movements on the spot. You know, anything is helpful um, to be able to help that bowel have that movement um, and, and to get you going, really. And obviously, 
constipation is awful it makes you feel even more sluggish it makes you feel like we said you know I said earlier bloated and uncomfortable it's not something that we want to experience so I am hopeful that you found these lifestyle tips helpful in reducing any constipation that you might have and if you do have any questions, then please do um, DM me on Instagram, Julie Taylor nine five four five. I'm always, you know, more than willing to help if I can um, do that. So, on the next episode, what I was hoping to do is talk a little bit about the idea of pacing. So this is something that has come about in terms of ha- being helpful for long COVID and being able to manage daily life etc. However I'm going to say straight out pacing is not something that I'm very good at but I am always willing to learn and I'd like to um, explore um, pacing a little bit more and and how you know you know it, it impacts on your life trying to pace you know what kind of things that that does maybe limit um or the positive angles of pacing as well so i hope you'll be able to join me on the next episode and as always please do take care and thank you for being here with me today